All right, Leafs talk, J.D. Bunkus, Sam McKee. Uh, Leafs win in regulation, and normally that would be cause for celebration, stealing one from the Ottawa Senators in their home arena. But, yeah, man, there's there's no other place to start tonight. This, this loss was deflating. Uh, you and I have already shared some texts about the mood, but Joe Wall, who was in the middle of what I think was his best performance as a Toronto Maple Leaf, leaves with a leg injury, has to be helped off the ice, and can't put any pressure on the leg down the tunnel. And the only question is, man, where the hell do the Leafs go from here? Um, I was like, while I was watching him play and not watching him make save after save after save, like ridiculous save after save after save, mm-hmm. like multiple, like feeling like save of the year candidates. Unreal. I, was try- I was trying to think like anecdotally, like of a of a goalie performance that this reminded me of over the last few years. Like I was trying to like think of something that this was up there with because I really in the moment it felt like one of the better goaltending performances for the Leafs in this era. Like it was unbelievable. Yeah. They weren't just like it wasn't just the quantity of saves. It was the quality of saves, breakaways, uh, two on O's, the back and like the the cross crease twice on Tarasenko. It was just the quality of save. But yeah, he's not good. I'm no, I'm no doctor, pal, and I don't, you know, pretend to be smart as one. But it does not look good. It, uh, no weight, looked like some hip rotation, weird thing. Looked like he was favoring it earlier in the period. Just not pretty. So I don't really know where you go from here. Yeah, I don't know if it's his hip or his knee or his groin, but it's a lower body injury for a goaltender. And if you know you're even being conservative with this thing, you got to imagine that. The, the way that he left the ice, that this is going to be an IR stint at the very least. You just hope that it's not surgery, that it's something that he can rehab and get back during the middle of the season. And I, I don't, this one is just crushing for so many reasons, but the, the way that he was playing makes it worse. It's his fifth straight start. He's clearly taken control of the net. Yep. And you mentioned it. This is just like, Joe, run the saves. You're, you're right. I, I was actually so happy for him. Like, dude, you know, you know how this is now. Like, we cover this for a living. You're the feeling the the highs and lows of the team. Sometimes they can dip. Uh, the, it stays usually pretty steady. But there was some about seeing this kid just play this way and thinking, you know what, this Battle of Ontario tonight. It started off with a, just a dreadful first period. I was thinking about how you know different it is from the days of when this regular season matchup used to matter. And Joe Wall was making like having a game, like you mentioned, that we were going to remember. Like, that's the beauty of playing the Ottawa Senators and having a night like this is that you were going to remember this for all the right reasons. And now it's all the wrong ones. Like Tarasenko, he robs twice on cross crease glove saves. The second one is just even better than the first because the first one, Tarasenko kind of cradles it and takes the extra second and shoots it in the middle of that. Second one is just brilliant. The tip uh, on Norris, the breakaway save there on Joseph, like, this was spectacular. This is oh, the yeah. kind of performance that had probably every single Leafs group chat buzzing, Leafs Twitter buzzing. Everybody's feeling like, holy crap, you know, if this goalie is this guy, then maybe you have something this year. And so to just watch that go up potentially in flames late in this hockey game is just, ugh, I feel sick yeah. for the kid. I feel sick for the fans. I feel sick for the team, everybody all around. It sucks. There's no question. It's a, it's a big blow. But, like, I think we kind of have to – take a step back here and realize that Ilya Samsonov has been bad this year, but he's had stretches of being a good NA. Like, I don't think they're totally screwed here. I, you know, it's their decor worries me much more than having a Samsonov, uh, Samsonov 
Martin Jones combo. Like Jones came in tonight. He made a bunch of good saves. He was fine. I don't expect him to be a good NHL goalie, but he can like back up. He can give you a, he can give you a month worth of backup starts or whatever. And you get Samsonov back in there, maybe get him rolling. Like they, mm. they do like, obviously it's not good. It's a bad situation here, <clears throat> but I don't think they're totally screwed. Like Samsonov can play well. I know he hasn't shown it, but like maybe now that he knows he's the guy, there's no threat in front of him. I I, I don't know, but they're going to need him to kind of pull up the bootstraps here because he is their und- undisputed number one guy heading into these next few games. They need him to get feeling better, get into games and away we go here because he is the number one guy for, yeah, I don't you know, I'm going to say, I'm going to say it a long period of time. Yeah. I like, I hope Samsonov can steady himself in the net, but, and, and here's the, the, the spin zone. If you're going to try to believe in Samsonov, this is a guy who last year started to take off when the net was conclusively his, right. When he wasn't feeling the pressure of the guy behind him. Yeah. So you can, you can sort of point to that, but now you've got two goaltenders, one who this year has a sub 900 save and the other who last year had a sub 900 save. And this is all in front of that blue line. That is all in front of this team that just consistently makes boneheaded mistakes in their own end, including Nylanders at the end of that game, where it's just like a dog effort where he just tries to fire a puck up the middle of the ice in a tightly contested hockey game. And yeah, essentially just like gives up on a play. It's tough to say like, Oh, they're screwed. They're screwed. Like, yeah, I guess it's like, what, what does that really mean? Like, what is that relative to? But do I think that, Joe wall represented a certain level of hope for this team when it comes to the ceiling. I do like, yeah, we've seen it with Samsonov last year in the playoffs. We've also mm-hmm. seen the downs of Samsonov and I'm just, I'm I'm not convinced with where he's at and where, what he's put up in his career that mm-hmm. he is going to be a game changing goaltender over a large stretch of time for this team. And I feel like with Martin Jones, who's like, I think 33 or 34 years old, yeah. who's clearly been his decline, like good job by him, a veteran goalie who stepped in and made some solid saves at the end, like didn't yeah. look rattled by the moment, did what he needed to do. But yeah, I, I don't know, man. I, I, I'm i not feeling the same way as you are where like this is an okay injury. If you told me right now on oh, the I'm team. Not, I'm not saying it's like okay. Like obviously yeah. it's bad. It's clearly bad. They were getting extremely above average goaltending there from their mm-hmm. young prospect kid that they've brought up and developed and he's playing well and he's looking like a starting goalie. It's not a good situation, but I'm just not saying that they're like going to Michael Hutchinson and another AHL guy here. They're going to Samsonov, who was one of the stories of last year with how good he played. He was good for them Mm -hmm. in the playoffs. He was a big reason they won their first playoff series. Like it's in there for him to be a capable average NHL goaltender. And Martin Jones, like he was bad for a lot of last year, but he can get hot for a long, like a decent stretch. He remember he had a one or two good months. Like they're not like, I don't know. It's so hard to do this conversation without knowing what the prognosis is and how long we're looking at here yeah. and what they're going to need to do with the goaltending situation. Like if he's out, for bro, the you year, want to spin, God, you want God, the big forbid, spin? God forbid he's out for the year, then you're doing something. Yeah. But if this is going to so, be a month or something, you can survive with Samsonov and, and, and Martin Jones. Dude, the big spin here is that may this pod have no shelf life. Yeah, sure. Like, may this pod be the worst pod that we've ever done in terms of shelf life because it turns out that the kid's totally fine. To me, yeah. this is just like goaltenders are very much what have you done for me lately and large sample. And Samsonov, what he's done for them lately has been horrific. Yeah. And he also is a guy that on a large part, like his entire track record is not very good. And with Martin Jones, like 
yeah, this isn't 2016 anymore. This is a guy who is an AHL goaltender. Like, I'm sorry, he is essentially a Michael Hutchison now. Like, he he cleared waivers. There were teams like the Tampa Bay Lightning that were in desperate needs of a goaltender, and they just decided, like, you know what? No, it's fine. We're not going to claim Martin Jones. Like, um, yeah, no, this is a debacle. <laughs> this is uh, yeah. It's like, listen, it's this not is a, a five great alarm situation. Fire. It's not a great yeah. situation, but the guy who's paid more money, who they paid as a starting goalie, who they mm-hmm. had trust in heading into this season is going to be coming out here and they're going to need to have some get some starts from them. It's a bad yeah, situation, are. but they have another NHL goalie that can play. Yeah, who could? How could you trust him? Obviously, yeah. but he's shown flashes and you just have to hope that he, like they're not going to go out there and make a huge trade tonight to get somebody. Like this is mm-hmm. going to be the guy. You're going to have to see yeah. if Samsonov can pull up the bootstraps and play hockey. Like there's but just dude, no... That's the problem. What, that he but can't do problem. it? No, the I don't think that the problem is that I don't think that, you know, Samsonov can be like a decent NHL goaltender who can help this team to wins. Yeah, yeah. The problem is, is that I think that this team is much worse defensively than they were last year. Of course. Like Samsonov's numbers last season were buoyed by how good the Leafs were in front of him. They didn't allow a lot of home run chances. Mm-hmm. They were not a team that got burnt in transition the same way. They were absolutely deeper on the blue line and they had a better and more complete forward group when it came to being able to like, cover defensively that's not what this team has this year what they need is a goalie like you saw a lot tonight a guy who can steal them a game and what i'm saying is if you are going to hope on this season like that first half of the game or that first two periods and a half before wool went down Mm -hmm. that was the kind of thing that you can dream on is this unknown commodity that might not know how much pressure this team is under that might not feel the pressure or the weight of a career like an Ilya samsonov that might not have the ghosts of the demons that are attached to him with this Toronto Maple Leafs team, this big goaltender who played the way that the Leafs needed, which was calm in the net, good rebound control, good positionally, and just someone who seemed to steady the ship at times. Someone who the head coach finally said, you know what, screw this 50-50 stuff. This is the guy that we're playing. And I know Samsonov had the illness and maybe he would have gotten in one of these games, but either way, it was like for a team that has felt a little rudderless at times, for a team that has struggled with starts and closing periods and struggled to kind of maintain a consistent identity. Mm-hmm. Wool was emerging as this one thing that you could kind of lean on and believe in. And so now you've got a, a thing where it's like all of a sudden a team where just about every group w- with this team is like subpar, right? You'd say so far the bottom six, it's like starting to come together, but it's been subpar for most of the season, the secondary scoring, blah, blah, blah. This hasn't been a great season for Matthews. Like it was a good start, but it hasn't been a great season overall. Marner's turn it on now hasn't been a great season overall. The blue line below average. You thought maybe you were getting above average goaltending, and now you add that to the mix. Like, yeah, it's just it's ugly. And now, and the, the other part of this, you know, we're watching the the insiders talk about how they wanted to be able to go and get Chris Tanev, but they don't have a second round pick to get him. Like they're already fighting it to be able to bring in their needs on the blue line. And now you might have to add goaltender to this list with a limited group of assets. It's just, yeah, the dominoes of this thing to me are terrifying. I'm sorry. Like I, I know that I'm being probably poly panic over here, but this you are is just panicking, but you're just going I on am, and on. You're panicking. You're panicking. I'm full blown panic, bud. I'm full yeah, blown I, hating this. Like it I'm sucks. sick to my stomach. It sucks. It sucks. I can tell you're really upset. It sucks. The kid was playing great. It sucks. Like it just, it absolutely sucks. But like, you know, they're going to have to depend on Samson off. And I know that's a scary situation, but you're just going to run him out there. And you're going to hope you, you like find it. It's true, though. Like, this I mean, is what, what, what Keith's going to sound like tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow. great. Got to move on. We, we got yeah, a lot I of mean, faith in Sammy. I mean, listen, 
they saw him play great. They need, they played well. He's paid well. He's got to play well. And he's going to get in there, uh, I guess, Saturday night if he's well enough to play. Maybe he's not well enough to play. What's the kid in the Marlies? Maybe they can bring up that Hildeby that's a massive. I don't know. Mm. Like, I just don't think they're going to go out there and find somebody that's going to come in. Like, you're just going to have to survive it. Sucks. It's a big loss. It's been really Mm -hmm. good. But, like, yeah, it's just. And also, this has kind of been, unfortunately, the story of Wall's career. Like, he has Mm -hmm. really struggled with injury all throughout his career at every level. And it just kind of, you kind of felt like he was getting momentum. They had a long break off here where, you know, you thought he was able to rest, get some good practice in. And then of course that's the game that happens, but yeah, sucks big time, but they're just going to have to lean on Samsonov. Like I, it's an obviously terrible, but I, I, I think they can survive it. I really do. Mm. So what do you think the score would be if Samsonov was in that tonight? Probably seven, one in the first period. Yeah. <laughs> like I, yeah, but like I, maybe you just don't let you know, a hundred grade A chances into the net, you know, like, but this is my point, dude. This is my point. Yeah. Maybe this is a rallying point for them. They get, they, they find a way to start playing some better defensive hockey. They can coach it because it's like, well, you're going to have to support your guy, get better. Like they got to find a way to play better defensive hockey. Regardless, it's not sustainable leaning on a goaltender to win you every single night. It's just not sustainable anyway. So maybe this is a wake up call for them. Of course it's not sustainable. I just, again, like, what are you basing this off of? Like, what are you basing this? Like, based like this team, what I signs them, are going to... I saw them play their best defensive hockey last year when they had Mac Hollowell and they had, you know, their Morgan Riley was out and all these guys were out and they came together and played well. Like, they are a team that can rally around this kind of thing. They still have a ton of talent. It's, I, I just, it sucks, but I don't think it's like the end of the season. But no one said it was the end of the season. Like, well, you're, you're Paulie panicking over here. You're just yeah. like, you went on like a 15 minute soliloquy about how, like, that's all like, but I, it's, I, dude, it's yeah, a it massive blow. Of course it it's, is. But like what, I, I don't even understand what you're doing here. Like you're like, it, of course the season's not over. Yeah. It's December. But yeah. if you're talking about like things that would be the worst thing that could yeah. happen to the Leafs, mm-hmm. it's starting to have a breakout from your young goaltender who is on a, rookie minimum deal like he is making no money there's nothing that can replace him other than the hope of a goaltender that we haven't seen play well since last year in the stanley cup playoffs Mm -hmm. who's sick right now and who's already been on the record about this season of how he's been dealing with it mentally like do i think there's a scenario that samsonov steps in and plays well yeah but do i think it's likely no do i think there's a scenario where the leafs can rally defensively sure do i think it's likely no do I think yeah. that all of a sudden that they're going to be able to turn Max Domi and Nick Robertson and Ryan Reeves into good defensive forwards that are going to be able to help with the, the back checking and defensive responsibilities? Like, no, this is just like on a balance of what is most probable right now. The yeah. Leafs just lost a guy who was their MVP in this hockey game, who's been their best player since they got back from Sweden and uh, someone who represented a real hope for this group moving towards the postseason this year of, wow, like you might have one of the guys. And if you do lose him for the season, you do lose him for a long period of time. Like it's really going to hurt this team's chances of being able to accomplish that. Yeah, I think if I can make a prediction, Joe Wall will start game one of the playoffs. Is that I love okay how we're predict- doing this. Like, Is that an okay prediction? Like I, I really like, I just, yeah. I've made my point, you made my point. Like, is there anything else you want to talk about? Like outside of that? I, well, you know, it's just, I, we've both made our point on it. 
going around. In well, circles. I do think that it can't be understated too that for a team that's this up against the cap, that they finally get this relief in the Klingberg contract. Mm-hmm. And the entire focus is, hey, you got to add to the blue line. Something that's been a little lost in it is you'd still like to add a, another center to this team. Like, I, I don't think Domi's been good in that role. He's been better in that role. Really nice play tonight by him where, you know, it's sort of a tic-tac-toe play. Robertson, Domi, you know, we criticize him a lot for not shooting the puck enough, but like it's this kind of vision that probably like prevents him. I think at times from shooting is because like he knows he can make these kind of just beautiful, easy tap in plays over to Yarncroc. Like, yeah, very nice goal. Beautiful. But I don't know if he's going to be the long-term solution at center. And so it's just like for a team that has like two very major holes, which is addressing the blue line at the very top to push everybody down, potentially adding a third line center come playoff time, you add starting goaltender to that mix. And I I just think it's, it's too many holes for Brad tree living to be expected to patch up this year. Yeah. Especially with no picks. He was left with nothing. So I mean, yeah. Like where where are you going with this? You better hope the your highest paid goaltender plays like it. Like, that's all it comes down to. Like Oof. I think I think there's a scenario where we look back on this and we're like in two weeks, we're like, oh, thank God Sammy found his game in a way to like just keep them above water. Like mm-hmm. Wall, what, what's Wall's even I haven't even looked at his stats. What's his his save percentage? Nine fifteen? Nine seventeen? I I don't have it in front of me. I don't have his stats. I I would imagine but... that's what it's around. But like if Samsonov can give him nine oh five, nine on most seven they'll survive this. I just, I'm like, it's, it's not necessarily, you know, the most likely scenario. I understand that, but oh yeah. So he was nine fifteen before tonight. So he probably would have maybe gone up a point or two, but yeah, I, I do have some belief that he can give them average goaltending. That's as so far you as think the Leafs are playing well enough that an average goalie is going to provide them with wins. Well, I mean the, the Raj is in the lineup tonight, you know, like yeah. legacy can't play. Ben was playing all the time. Timmons can't like, you know, I think if you maybe are going to make an addition here in the next couple of weeks, you add a defenseman and then you worry a little bit less about the, like you need to add some defensive help to this team to maybe support the goaltending that you have in place, depending on how long wall is out. But yeah, like the, just the way they're playing, they played awful tonight for 85% of the game. They're just when have not they played well outside of the Boston game. Well, I, I don't know. Sweden, they played pretty well, I guess for a little bit here and there. I'm trying to think before Sweden, before they left, you know, two months ago, whenever that was, they played well against Vancouver. They played well against Calgary. I'm just trying to like, they, they go to, they go to, a, uh, they go to OT every game. They just play weird hockey. They're a weird team. They really are. Yeah. But like, I just you know. don't see what, uh, like, I, I don't see a team that's going to be able to get average goaltending and win hockey games. Like they stole this game tonight because again, they got the best performance of Wolves career. Yeah. Like that right. was the path for them to get it. They played really well in the Bruins game. And mm-hmm. before that, it was bad. And and like, I guess that maybe is a way for us to pick. But yeah, like Ilya Samsonov right now, an 878 save percentage. Yeah. And a goalie that you brought up, in from, yeah, uh, different. And like, even if your theory of like, hey, go add blue line help. Okay, mm-hmm. so now you're rushing up the timeline. Like we were talking about how the luxury this group had with the record was that they had time to wait for maybe the prices to come down or more more defensemen to become available. Like, you know, I saw them talking about how Sean Walker could go for a first round pick if you want him right now. And this is a sub six foot defenseman who would be all right. Like it's it's Ristolainen in the trade rumors right now. It's Chris Tanev in the rumors right now for you don't have a first round pick or a second round pick. So maybe it's a first for you. Like 
the the deals that a GM has to make under pressure are usually the ones that end up being the worst. And mm -hmm. so if the move is, well, now we need to act and now we need to add to that defense core, like I just feel like the price point is going to be even higher. So yeah, like no matter what, the ripple effect of this is going to be really, really tough on the Maple Leafs. But yeah, I think what, to me- Do you the, have like, do you have a solution for it or are you just like, it's just panic time? Is that what it is? But, it's, but again, like, I think you're sort of misinterpreting this. Like, yeah, of course it's panic. Like, because of all the reasons that I just outlined, like there, if you do the most realistic outcomes, Toronto's in trouble from a lot of different, for a lot of different reasons. It yeah. adds to a already heavy trade plate for yeah. Prad tree living. It's one of your breakout players of the year. This is a team that's up against the cap. And this is the guy on the team that's making the least amount of money. Who's giving you the best output. He mm -hmm. plays the most important position on the team, especially when it comes to the postseason. And he had been, yeah, one of their more reliable players this year. And certainly one of the guys that had played the best. Like, I just, I don't think you can understate an injury like that with hope and ifs and buts. Like, I, I just think the reality of the situation is really, really dire for the Toronto Maple Leafs. And, you know, like, I think what the solution is going to have to be is the same thing that we've been talking about all season, which is, it puts more pressure on the stars and it puts more pressure on this team to show that identity of they're hard to play against. They have more attention to detail and their star players are more consistent night in night out. Like tonight I was like, I didn't want to be mad about Joe wall. I just want to be mad about the first period because like how many different excuses do the Leafs have for their slow starts and giving up goals at the end of periods now, because it's like, okay, so they travel to Sweden and it's a slow start because they traveled. All right, uh, it's a back-to-back. -back. Well, it's a slow start because it's a back-to-back. -back. And now we've got the like, well, they're not playing enough games and they've been rested too much and they haven't played since Saturday night against Boston. So that's why they come out flat-footed. Like, at some point, this team just needs to grow up and these guys need to show their commitment to winning. And, and I know this is the NHL's 82 games. You can't expect these guys to show up like every single time. Yeah. But these efforts are just far too consistent. These are far too familiar. This isn't a team that get get away with this because they do this once in a while like they do it all the freaking time and it's just infuriating like no oh. physicality no snot no identity no pressure from their stars like an, a, a horrific funny. outcome what, tonight in the first what do you expect it's the same four stars it's the same coach it's the same you know it's the same outside yeah. of adding in a couple guys that you know are supposed to be snotty and one guy that plays eight minutes a night like they're the same squad i, I like banging your head against the wall, doing the same thing. And what's this definite definition of insanity, you know, doing the same thing over and expecting different results. This is just who they are. This is what they do. This is why this team can be really frustrating at times. It's just, they have slow starts. They go to sleep. They let goals in at the end of periods. They, they, they do brain dead stuff in their own zone. Sometimes like Willie Nylander in the last minute tonight, shoveling two pizzas right up the middle, you know, pizza, pizza right up the middle there. Like, it's just, it's really, it's, <laughs> It's just, it's the same core doing the same things. And, you know, we yeah. talk about this team every single, every single post game. And it, we really could do a 10 minute show. Everybody like, yeah, same guys doing the same thing. End of show. Mm -hmm. Like, it's just, it really is what it comes down to. So I thought that, you know, they, the third line got him a big goal tonight. I think, uh, you know, who was camp scored the dribbler, which if you're in yeah, Ottawa, if you're in Ottawa, one. You're an Ottawa player or fan, like after Joe Walls just putting on a 10 out of 10 clinic and David yep. Camp trickles one through your goalie's legs from like in the blue paint, probably not the best pill to swallow. Marner gets one. Like, yeah, like it's just a classic Leafs game where they outskill the other guys. They they scored 
they score more goals and they 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 hang on for dear life. I was gonna say, what do you think the like the deserve a win meter that people love to share after a hockey game is like this gotta be 90% sense, I, right? I have to say, I that has really trickled out of my feed. It never trickles in anymore. Like yeah, I don't know how yeah. I've got I don't know how I've gotten away from it, but I just never yeah. see it anymore. Like I, I just like to stay off Twitter during the games for the most part. Now I, I know I probably should for the, the job and the work. And every yeah. once in a while I see a stat that's interesting that yeah. I want to log down, but I just, yeah, like I, I, I don't want to be scrolling through uh, an app while I'm trying to watch the game and be as detailed as possible. But yeah, mm. I just, um, I thought that this group would find a little bit of that identity. And I think that now they're at the quarter mark where we haven't really seen it. And you said, what's changed is like, you're right. It's the same four guys. It's the yeah. same coach. It's all this stuff yeah. that we keep saying. But uh, I really did think like, all right, if your entire offseason was about the snot and you paid Ryan Reeves all this money because you knew mm -hmm. he was going to be a bad hockey player, but he was going to have an impact on the room. If you were going to bring in Tyler Bertuzzi and Max Domi, then like, yeah, I do, I do want to at least have moments in a game against the Ottawa freaking Senators where this team, by the way, the Sens have like a million games in hand, right? At least one, yeah. great. Yeah. But Took you're it away. in their building. It's 50-50 sends, and uh, you would just think that this is the kind of game where you feel the snot, where mm -hmm. you're rested, you can come out, and you know what? Maybe you don't have your game. Like, the Leafs did look like a team that hadn't played in five days or whatever, but it's like, okay, then find a way to impact it in a different way. Like, play with a little bit of tenacity, and to I, me, it was I just thought, it was shinny. I thought, uh, I thought Reeves had some moments tonight where he was physical. I thought he threw some so big hits. Like, I thought... Yeah, so did I, later in the game. Even in the first period, he, he pasted McEwen along the boards and he just seemed like he was like, it was a good Reeves game for me. Like I thought he was yeah. actually like, that's the, what do you play? Eight minutes probably, or he throws a couple hits. He's just, he's around. He doesn't give up a goal and he gets off the ice. That's kind of like the my, ideal my thing. My point more so wasn't about like feeling his impact on the ice. Cause like, I never yeah. really thought that that was going to be a thing. Seven it was more just like, Hey, he, if he's paid to be like Mr. Change the attitude in the room and change the temperament of the team, mm -hmm. like you bring him in to be the DJ, I guess, like uh, the new tunes are really going to change. But La you buddy, know what I'm saying is like Lafferty's the taste in music guys accountable. Lafferty's taste in music must have stunk. They had to get him out of yeah, there. Yeah, it was really bad. <laughs> Got like, get this guy out of here. Uh, yeah, Sheldon Keefe saying after the game, quote, uh, Wool will miss some time for sure. Okay, uh, I, I could have diagnosed that one for you, boys. Yeah. That's a stunning yeah. development there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, still, you were really hoping for the old. It's not as bad as it seems. And you scrapped this whole podcast. When I when I knew it when they showed the like back view and his right leg was like shaking, I was like, "Oh, it's bad." Ugh. I was like, "He's like, oh, he's feeling the pain. He's not like there's zero pressure, and his uh, his right leg was like trembling. It was like, oh my uh, god, yeah." So he's listen. It's gonna be a month or two for sure. I hope. You just I mean, like, you really hope it's not surgery. You really hope it's not the hip. God, you hope it's none of these things. I'm like, what, what do I want it to be? Like a small when, knee sprain. When it first happened, I thought it hit him in the throat. I thought it got up under his chin. And I was uh, like, oh, you hit that. him. It like kind of like came up like this. And I thought yeah. he like grabbed it. I was like, oh, little stinger. And then they're like, oh, it's looking bad. And I was like, oh, great, great. That's fun. So, yeah, I just I, saw it right away. It's like a, when you see those football injuries where guys just pull up from yeah, the non-contact. Non I always think about Jamal Charles. Yeah. Oh. That's, that's what I thought of with that injury is like, you just see right away, like the full pain keel over, like can't even play the puck and 
yeah like that Oof. that movement he makes to try to get back in a position and then the full like just pain keel over is yeah i don't want to see it again so <laughs> just... can i can i say that i have like a not necessarily a prediction but yeah i think i don't think this is going to be as bad as you think the next stretch i am i hope not i'm sneaky optimistic about this that that samsonov can find a way to just get his just all you need is 905 9, 907 Find a way to get it from 878 all the way up to 905. You know, it's not that far. You can figure it out, Sammy. You're paid like to be the starting goalie. You had moments last year where you were really, really good. Just think back on that. You're now the guy. There's no question. You're just going out there. You're playing. You're the starting goalie. You're playing every night. Like, I, I really do have a feeling that we're going to look back on this as a moment that kind of got him going. I do. I don't, I'm not usually optimistic about this kind of stuff and definitely not with goalies, but I have a weird feeling about this. Yeah, I just like that our analysis now is I got a feeling. It's I like do. being fishing Buddy, in a, a boat. It's a sport, where it's like, I'm a sports fan. It's, I, get, yeah. I get feelings about things sometimes. And it's like, that's, I got to, they literally put me in this position to tell people. I my mean, feelings. your feeling was that feeling. Matt Murray was going to be a star in this market. So, and like, buddy, when it comes to your we'll feelings, have, we'll tenders, always I'm have not the, really overly invested. We'll always have the Dallas Stars game, yeah. bud, where he yeah. was on fire. <laughs> Best game score of the year, pal. So, uh, yeah. take a lap uh, on that one. Quick. Quick listener disclaimer note. Yeah. The last Sammy I have a feeling was Matt Murray is well, going to be the This is this, your boy. Samson's your boy. Like he's your guy. Like he's your favorite player. You all you love him. So it's like Samsonov. you should be so happy for him. Yeah. You all, you loved him. He was like it was never his yeah. fault all last year. So now it's like your perfect time. I liked him compared to Murray. I just, I oh, like, yeah, 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 right. Just, just like you like Murray. Bernier compared to who, bud? Buddy, like, you're, this you're is a goalie my thing. I like, <laughs> I like all the goalies. I love all the goalies. By far my, my least favorite, favorite position guys. in all of sports. Like, <laughs> yes, I love goaltenders. And I hate when they get blamed. And I hated the blame Samsonov was taking last year in the playoffs. Oh, yeah. I still... Well, I still defend Freddie Anderson. Blame, buddy. <laughs> yeah, like, that, buddy, here's my entire list of loose goaltenders that I didn't like. Out the sword. <laughs> yeah. Do you want the entire list of Leafs goalies that I can uh, remember that I didn't like? I'm Best trying to Toscala, Oh yeah. Andrew Raycroft. Yeah. Yeah. End of list. Okay. <laughs> like, Telkvist had some moments, but like, well, I even did have a moment where I was like, maybe Matt Murray's good. That Tampa game, the the Tampa game too, and the Dallas the game where he was like yeah, unbelievable. Um, yeah, yeah, no, I, you know, my take on goalies: the game would be more pure if it was just a shooter tutor in there. Piece of board. You're going to find out who the real best team is, bro. This is where it's like, you know, you're my best bud. And I, I know you too well. It's like, it, it's, I know you too well. The second wall went down and all of like everyone's going to have the monoculture take of this is really bad because yep. obviously it's bad. It's that, really the bad. Zag King, the Zag King, this was the <laughs> way for you to like Samsonov was you saw the Zag and you just, <laughs> I, you just I do not here. like, I do not like Samsonov. I have no, I, know like, you don't. I don't like him at all, but I just feel like he can, he, he can rally around this. The whole yeah. thing is he wasn't playing and like he's going in there and he's worrying about every start that he has. Yeah got this kid looking over his shoulder now he's got a journeyman backup that's not going to be pushing him at all hits his net full stop it's his net so i think that can be good for him i'll be telling you right now the second i get off the show i'll be texting mm. people asking them who the leaves can get in net because i Working i don't have horses, eh? I, I do like the th i do like the theory i do like the theory of 
the the no guy behind him that he's a yeah. just can't have any pressure guy. But that also scares the crap out of me because it's like, good, you want to have the no pressure guy get in the postseason again who, and have that. Who was his back? Was it Murray? Was his backup all last time? Like Murray was hurt for a long time. Who was the no, third goalie last Wool, year? It was Wool for like bit. Like Wool had some stretches with the team. Like he got his and he yeah. was the backup in the playoffs. Obviously, like Wool was yeah. the playoff backup. Yeah, and then, uh, and then the who else? Round. They there was the everyone wanted Petrozelli, who never oh, ended up boy. actually. They had some goalie it. issues last year too, man. Yeah, it really but did. Who was the? There's one other guy I'm forgetting that was on the team last mm, year that yeah. ended up getting because Wool yeah. got hurt last year too. Yeah, yeah. It's it's listen. It's a thing with him. Like it's part of the it's yeah. part of the story. Like I, well, that's I was, the other that's that's the part we didn't even discuss is that it's just like now you know you're stacking another injury one that could be very significant so for here's a here's young the, goaltender here's the the totals for him in, in his pro career he played 32 in his first year with the marlies yeah and then it was 15 uh and then he played four with the leafs that year 15 seven with the leafs 21 and now 14 it's not a yeah. ton of games no it's really not yeah do you know? Do you know? Don't look at the chat. Shalgren, right? yes, yeah. of course. Shawley. Yeah. is he still yeah. with the organization? Give him a run. <laughs> Call him up. I. You liked him. I don't, he was handsome. You you had a thing for him. You liked him. I liked I liked Shalgren too. I like him I all, buddy. Did. I I did a rant video after because remember when Shalgren <laughs> came in two years ago and had that little hot run? Oh yeah. I did I a rant video uh, for Sportsnet about how like he was the chosen one. <laughs> was like, That's was the most fun rant thing I've ever heard. Yeah, no, oh, he's he... on the Utica Comets. Damn, so, yeah, we, damn, yeah. yeah. How the, Get on the how horn, the money grab, bring him back. Yeah, <laughs> dude, there's like there's really no goalie that they could bring. No. Oh, sorry, I would also say I got no faith in Casimir Kassasuko because we watched him get yeah. absolutely destroyed in his first i was like this is his entire career old brad's gonna he's definitely calling up conrad being like, being like oh how's that vladar looking he loves vladar it's like get the vladar yeah. here he's probably calling up vladar but now markstrom's out for a while too oh yeah and jet alexander they had some goalies oh, yeah. last year and that yeah. was old old dubas Big. making him put him in net at the end there oh that was ugly this could be a take i regret because oh, maybe he it. does end up being the guy but mm. you know I'm a fan of goalie style and play. I'm not a Vladar guy. No, no, no I, not at I, all. No, I agree. And they they just put in the kid Dustin Wolf. They were chanting for Dustin Wolf and yeah. Calgary when yeah. they're when they're when they're chanting for the backups. Probably not a good sign. <laughs> yeah, it's not good. All right. Uh, uh, I don't even last know. Thing, oh, last thing. Yeah. Never gets old. Never gets old. Watching the pop from the crowd at the Canadian Tire Center blue and white city yeah never gets old and they're just fired up and that's like where the real real fans are you know like the yeah. pops the pops there are better than they are at the Scotiabank arena by far and like that fourth goal pop when willie scored was like a playoff goal it was loud yeah. in there so i've always it's like my theory having one game a year or two games a year where it's like first come first serve at Scotiabank arena where it's like you have to line up and how loud that arena would actually be like the true, true blue leaf fans are loud, loud, loud. So uh, I, I love that. Nothing. I will say, as someone who has gone to many, many games in that yeah. arena, yeah. like, uh, that crowd also gets a lot of foreplay. You know, they're ready for that game because <laughs> you spend sufficiently greased. 
Yeah, there, there's a lot of foreplay that goes into the Leafs sends Canadian Tire Center game. You're in the gleam, you're drinking, uh, yeah, then you're getting it. on a shuttle or you're getting not on it. the bus and you're heading down and you're drinking on the bus with all sends and Leafs fans just hammering each other the entire bus ride up. And you know the stakes are intense. Oh, yeah. And then you hit the parking lot, and it's Dart City before going <laughs> in there. Or <laughs> going in, cramming into that stadium. And then it's just, I will say, it is really one of the best hockey experiences you can have. Like, I love the Bell Center. I just, I feel, I've, I've said this many times, but the Bell Center just has a... It, it's almost like you can feel hockey breathing in the yep. air. Like, it's oh, just, yeah. it's... It's different it, there. It, it just... It's just different. It's like yeah. the crowd gets it. Like they understand like the intricacies of every game. It's just, it's a hardcore crowd almost every yeah. single night. Mm-hmm. But that, that is my number two is sends Leafs at Canadian tire. If I, if I was going to pick one game to go to, like before I died, that's mm-hmm. the one I would choose is that on a greasy Never Saturday been. night. And yeah, take the Glebe Never shuttle been. up and just rip some of those darts. parts. Lot darts. Darts. <laughs> <laughs> Anywhere with darts and beers, oh, you'll catch you there. I'm there. <laughs> yeah, I'll be there. I'll be there. Oh, uh, so two quick rapid fire things. Yeah, Number yeah. one is just that's the Leafs ninth comeback win of the season, which is mm. tied for first in the NHL. Uh, so, you know, it, it's yeah. funny because like I mentioned the. That fits the narrative. Dog yeah. starts superstars. Done. But there's your the comeback games. Here's one take I'm completely done with. I'm done yeah. with the take of like, I actually thought the Leafs showed a lot of toughness to overcome that slow yeah. start. It's like, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm good on that now. I yeah. I would like that to go to the take graveyard. And also, I just need to bring this up. Have you ever seen a puck hit a crossbar harder than Matthews off the crossbar? Like, I thought, I thought that puck exploded into 85 <laughs> pieces. It, it pulverized. Like, it evaporated. <laughs> yeah. And, and the crazy thing is about it, that is such an amazing pass from Nylander. No look, wrap around right yeah. on the pillow. Look at this. Nasty. Right on the pillow. And where'd that even go? Like, yeah, that that's was... what I mean. It was hit so hard. I thought that the puck turned oh. into dust. And I was like, oh my God, this is going to be like Randy Johnson hitting the bird. <laughs> like Matthews cracked the puck off the crossbar. They, we're going to have this in highlights for the rest of our lives. Like he made a puck turn into dust. Uh, uh, he, he was set, that was centimeters away from the most ferocious bar down of all time. Yeah. Like that was oh, going to yeah. be, that was going to be up there with one of the nicest snaps you'll ever see. But yeah. Know. Like, I don't know. They just have moments of this line, especially with nice where they're just so, so skilled and so nasty. And they have these like moments in the game where they're just in the zone or like, Oh my God, but it just mm-hmm. never seems sustained. It's not like no. wave after wave after wave. It's like one a period, it feels like. Yeah, I was going like to say, it's, a, it's, a, it's and like a they have a good period every night. They have a couple of shifts where they just dominate, where it's yeah. like this, and then it goes away for a while. Yeah, it just, like, it feels Bang inconsistent. On. It's just like, yep. there's like a couple huge shifts a period or one a period, and then it's just not around. It's not wave after wave like it is with some lines. But This yeah, line like, also had some dog shifts in their own oh, end yeah. tonight, too, where they got hemmed in. Like, I guess everybody did. The Sens, what oh, yeah. the Sens finished with, 50 shots? It got to be close. Yeah, it was it was something around there. It was in the 40s, has to be. But mm. yeah, these guys, there was a couple where there was a lot of just like tired guys holding I, sticks out, praying for a a tip or a, a broken play that was going to end up clearing the zone. Anyway, last, this is the longest we've talked about. Last quick, yeah, last quick. 40, yeah, we got to go. Last one, quick. Love Nick Robertson back to back games yeah. with super Smart. hard back checks. Yeah, he did, it, he did it, it against Marchand on Saturday night, and I don't know who it was that he got tonight. Was it Giroux? But he just right, right here. Look at 
Look at how hard he comes back here. Mm-hmm. And then he makes the play. And it's like yep. that. Keith sees that. And he knows that he sees it. And it's like he's trying to prove himself. He's trying to prove that he's a more of an NHLer than he has been in years past. And I respect the hell out of it because that's good hustle and that prevents a goal. So good on him. Listen, I don't, I'm. it's hard to say any Leafs were good tonight outside of Wool. Yeah. But I actually have liked Robertson's game the last two. And he's a guy who... I would have been okay if they benched him in the Boston game, the way that he was going. Had they yeah. gone and said, we're going to go McMahon and we're going to go Reeves and we're going to play a heavy team against the Bruins, mm-hmm. I wouldn't have batted an eye about it. Yeah. And good on Sheldon Keefe for sticking with the kid and staying uh, true to his belief that Nick Robertson needs some consistency and mm-hmm. maybe he'll be rewarded for that. So yeah, good on the kid. Uh, subscribe to this podcast, leave five stars, and then do the damn thing of hitting the thumbs up on the YouTube because not enough of you do that. We get like 20,000 views and then there's like 500 people who hit the thumbs up. Just hit the thumbs up. Leave a comment. It takes two seconds. And we're back in a rhythm here now. Like yeah. it's just, it was a weird stretch of no hockey and we're got six in the next 10 days. I think you're off Saturday. Me and Borny on Saturday. You're yeah, uh, me, and me and Borny on Saturday, but then we're just like right into so a bunch of games next week, four games. Uh, last quick thing. I know we got to go. But yeah. John Tavares with a point tonight, now three away from a thousand. Saturday night, Preds, Monday night on Long Island. A chance for John Tavares to get his thousandth point against the Islanders in Long Island. Get two points against the Preds. Yes. That's the ideal scenario. And have those yeah. slack jaw yokels out there just hammering, <laughs> booing. And then he just goes and scores. <laughs> All right, uh, for JD Buckus and Sam McKee, here's hoping Shohei Otani is a Toronto oh, Blue Jays tomorrow. We'll we see you. <laughs> we'll, we'll see you on Saturday night. <laughs>